this is me again. Netta. <laughs> so I had a thought uh, that just came to me as I was listening to some um, podcasts and uh, watching videos about uh, narcissistic abuse and very <clears throat> uh, in various situations growing up with one and you know experiencing in romantic and romantic relationships and and friendships and work relationships. So my thought was. <clears throat> My mother, from my perspective, was codependent, which is why she attracted or and was attracted to my father, who had a very tough childhood. He was, you know, he, he, he in, in short, he, he had to, from many of his stories of how he was talking about his childhood he divorced himself away from his inner self because he was so incredibly hurt in childhood and the living conditions that he was in etc my mother um however she had an okay childhood from what i understand from what she was you know from what she's telling me um but from my perspective also looking at you know my mother's parents that is my grandparents from my mother's side and the grandparents from my father's side you know there's a clear distinction of kind of why they grew up to be the kind of people that they are i mean when you again i'm going on on i'm sidetracking a little bit like when you look at a person you especially when they're about 25 or so especially when they get to 30 you get to you know that's when their personalities really starting to set in and and that's when they start i mean they they have that window where they can become aware of their patterns usually in their 30s between 30s and 40s which is what happened to me anyway anyway i digress like i said so you can really see how a person's personality has formed based on their childhood you can kind of guess what kind of childhood they had by looking at their personality so my dad was a narcissist or had a narcissistic personality disorder and my mother was i don't think she's a codependent anymore or she's obviously more aware now she's you know she's been doing a lot of work on herself she's still working on herself so i give her a lot of props so she in her in her early early parts of the, her marriage to my father she was subconsciously or unconsciously rather uh and uh, reacting as a codependent to his emotionally abusive treatment of her and us the children um and later on by the time i was uh, in my early 20s and my brother and sister were um they were in their teens she decided that she she had the last straw and she divorced him i'm not going to get into the details right now but um 
basically um, she went no contact with him and rightfully so um, and uh, she also right after the divorced the divorce uh, went through um, I mean, of course he hoovered her by the way he hoovered her a couple of times he stalked her um, and uh, she you know she she realized right away you know what she was dealing with like she she became very conscious of it and very aware and she took action appropriate action and she she's she also did um self you know she she took a lot of counseling uh in group sessions and i think uh, i know she did group sessions for years i remember she was telling me about the kind of things that they were talking about there and uh, the classical uh, abusive cycles that you go through in abusive relationships um, but I'm not sure if she did one-on-one sessions I still I think I, I'll ask her about this but I know she did the group sessions so anyway so my point being is that for the first half of my life I grew up in a family dynamic where one parent was a narcissist and the other one was a codependent who was just taking it and taking it and taking it and I was listening to Inner Integration Meredith Miller's uh, video about brain damage after narcissistic abuse and she mentioned how you know people that are you know that realize that their partners are narcissists and they happen to have uh, kids with those narcissists Meredith Miller mentions that you know these people they have signed up for a lifetime of boundary lessons because you you know sharing kids with narcissists is it's a lifetime um, it's a sentence <laughs> lifetime sentence so or a life sentence sorry yeah life sentence so it, when so Meredith Miller was talking about how once a person who's coming out of a narcissistic relationship dynamic you know starts working on themselves they are obviously setting you know a better example for their children to follow which when you think about it, this is what my mom did however it took her and I'm not blaming her or anything it's just how you know she, she this was her level of consciousness of how she understood I mean it's better late than never so it took her Um, about 25 years or so to figure it out that of what she was dealing with and I was in my early 20s and at the time I I mean I knew my I, I obviously understood my dad was abusive but I was still stuck in the cognitive dissonance and I was extremely gaslighted by all the emotional blackmail that was going on <clears throat> a lot of manip- emotional manipulation 
so I was still and and not to mention that before my dad passed like I still had to deal with my dad like I didn't know how to I guess go fully no contact there were a couple years where I went no contact where I completely cut him off like I, I didn't I refused to communicate with him for several years because I was so angry um, but then I went back because he was in in a phys- in a dire physical ailment and you know I felt it was my obligation to help him but that's a whole other story uh, <clears throat> so basically up until <clears throat> my early 30s I was in complete cognitive dissonance regarding this whole family dynamic of the opposite sex parent and I realize now the reason I have been attracting the kind of relationships relationship dynamics into my life for the for the first quarter of my life first half I'm talking first quarter of my life because I wasn't aware of I mean I, I was kind of aware but I was <laughs> there's no such thing as kind of either aware or not aware I mean there's sure there are like levels but I wasn't aware enough <laughs> that's the best way I don't know I, I still need to think through this this concept of awareness how to explain it anyway but because I, I, I think the longer a parent or a person sorry a parent a person who is coming out of a narcissistic relationship who shares children with a narcissist the longer they delay getting out of this marriage or relationship and getting a divorce the law the more damage they do to their children and i know my mother didn't do it purposely to me i mean she was herself in an unconscious situation so yeah yeah and meredith miller was saying how you know when parent when a parent the parent who is becoming aware the co- the the recovering codependent parent who's becoming aware of the situation and, and they're setting the example to their kids their kids are going to grow up to look up to this recovering codependent parent which is what happened in my case but let me tell you from my experience as a child who grew up in such environment who witnessed uh an experience for the most part emotional abuse mental abuse and sometimes uh, physical abuse as well um, this is not something that you know you, it, even though you can you see one of your parents you know become strong which is what my mom you know she she she's a very strong lady and um and i really i really do feel like she she's giving me a lot of um example of of how to deal with things and and uh uh you know um support as well but uh 
regardless and and i've also seen it in in some of my other girlfriends who grew up in uh in similar environments where the mother took charge of her life and took a whole other direction but so what i wanted to say is that you know despite having seen your mother taking charge of her life and explaining to you the nature of what is you know what you're actually witnessed the majority of your life is is dire abuse and and you you don't deserve this your mind is still on autopilot you have to you know that's where your work comes in and you have to start working on yourself and it it takes years first of all you have to become aware of it aware that you know you're not just going to wing it cuz i mean i thought several years ago well you know i'll just wing it you know i'll i'll play it by ear i'm i'm a strong girl well, yeah i am a strong girl or lady or woman whatever but you know the the recent one of the the last relationships that i was in the last year or sorry was it 2 years ago um and then there was a, an echo like a mini hunt if you can call it mini relationship but another one another few scenarios that I was involved recently i don't know if you well, i guess in the in the last half a year where i caught very disturbing behavior and the people i was interacting with not very i mean i wouldn't say very but just things that didn't sit well with me and uh, i put an end to it but my point was again i digress my point was that you can't wing it you have to start really paying attention and you have to start training your mind to change your perception of what you allow or disallow into your energetic sphere however you want to call it you have to work on your understanding of boundaries and values and know exactly what you want and if you don't know what you want you have to figure out what you want because otherwise you'll be swayed in the wind and especially when you're coming um you know from from a very troubled childhood you will be swung in the wind in very weird um extreme directions so you have to really learn to be grounded in yourself and grounded in your intuition and have a sharp vision with what you see in people in and being alignment with your own integrity and your values um and not ever rely on any substance or person or anything to alter your perception of what your value is because that is what is perpetuated in society what is perpetuated in society um 
most people are not in alignment with their core values. They rely on substances and people to sway them back and forth. Uh, and that, that's the sad truth. So I think what has worked for me and what have, I have witnessed and also what I have read with other people uh, is that when you have a clear mind, nothing can, nothing can sway you. Uh, but you have to work on it. So you have to meditate. You have to work every day on your every single little actions that you do. How you react to people. What you allow. What kind of behaviors do you allow or you tolerate or you uphold. Uh, you have to work on your neurons in the brain to make sure you have the right connections because you especially since you're wired to think a certain way during your childhood and you know then all throughout your early adult years so you really have to change a lot of the neural connections in your your brain to to be wired differently And it takes a lot of conscious effort. And it's also part of it is changing your habits. But, um, and it takes time. And it, yeah, it takes a lot of conscious effort. But I'm already starting to see, like from my experience, I'm starting to see the fruits of my labor. And it's only getting better because you're creating a momentum. Any momentum that you create the more you work on the patterns the more you repeat them in your life the stronger they are and the harder they are to break so choose your momentum carefully anyway i'm gonna sign off on this note and say goodbye